Okay. So. I just woke up from this very interesting vision. So, I was... I was at this place. It was... Had to be, like, some sort of apartment building to, like, some sort of, like, soccer game, football game or something like that. And I'm I'm getting, like, the backstory of soccer mom, you know very much involved in her children's lives, you know, um, beautiful, still young looking in and like seemingly looks like one of these vibrant young women could be like, look like she could be like 25 some years old, but she has grown children, like children in high school. Like her son was like old enough to like beat up a grown man, but like um, I don't know. She was, I think she was super, I think her life, her lifestyle was super cool. I think she was super cool. I think that, you know, man, I like, I feel like I want to live a million different lives. And the Lord said, yes, it is possible. And you will do that. You're going to do everything you've ever wanted to do. You're going to do everything your heart desires. And my heart desires to live a million different, a million of these different lives. I want to live this soccer mom lifestyle where I'm at every game and I'm packing every lunch and I'm making sure that, you know, we carpool and we're getting stuff together with the other soccer moms. And I'm very much supportive of my son's sports life. And he goes on to be very successful in whatever it is that he decides to do, whether it be sports or whether he decides to take college and different things he major in more seriously because he just doesn't have a you know a thirst or hunger for sports anymore because maybe he's grown out of it I just want to support whatever he wants to do but also I want to make sure that he takes things these things seriously enough so that he can be taken seriously enough so that he can make a logical decision based off of you know situations and circumstances that you know were where he was fully supported and, you know, he had everything he needed. It was not because of his circumstances that he couldn't have done these things. Whatever happened, it was solely based off of logical, reasonable things. Like he decided to choose something else or, you know, his heart just felt he wanted to go in a different direction. And I supported that, but never because of support, never because certain things weren't, made available to him that he needed but or she and I don't even think about that a lot the she part but I just don't want a daughter I want a son and you know it is part of my fears and so therefore I know that I'm very wrong with always assuming that it's going to be a boy you're supposed to be grateful for which whatever that you get if I ever have children at, at all but the problem is, you know, the problem is,
I still have traumas, past traumas I need to heal from. And I'm not quite healed from these things yet, but I know that I will be. I trust God for it. And so I have my preferences. And I feel like, you know, I do everything in my power to, you know, torture myself. Not even torture myself, but like pressure, not even pressure myself, but just I fight very hard towards the direction that will help me to heal from these different things and not be biased on certain situations. I believe that whatever I was given, as I said, I would be grateful for. But when it's about what you want, that's different. Like, yes, I'll do my best to grow and follow God into wanting better things. But for now, this is what it is. So. This has been a topic of conversation lately, actually, or just something that's been on my heart. Um, that being, like, I still have these different aspects about myself that are just not right. They're not fair, and, you know, the... The conversation is pretty much like, so how can you judge someone else? Or how can you feel as if you are fit to lead when you are doing different things like this and doing different things like that? And, you know, I don't really have a super perfect response to that. All I can say is that, you know, the Lord deemed me fit to lead. That's what it is. You know, I fight every day to try and do the work. Yes, I'm exhausted right now. Maybe I'm not doing everything that I can be doing. But I know that the Lord is working through me regardless. Because this is what he destined for me. That's just what it is. But as far as these different things by myself that still are biased. And that still are, you know, hindering, hindering, you know, hindering me. You know, possibly... And I don't even want to support this because I don't believe that it's true, but possibly hindering my judgment. It's not hindering my judgment, but, you know, if it could possibly be hindering my judgment and I'm not aware of it because I have to grow into that perspective. I have to grow into understanding that that's what it does when you have these, you know, things that are on your heart, these past traumas, etc. Influencing my decisions or at least the direction my mind goes in at times. If that is so, you know, I trust God for it, you know, because that's the point. That's why that's why when he asked me what I what I wanted in the whole anything I can, anything I ever wanted, what did I want? I asked him for wisdom to be able to guide his people, because if it had been up to me and my you know opinions and my judgments based on how I see life, you know, I could never be able to lead a people that way. I understood that. And and so that's what he's given me. And so I'm confident in him, not me. If it's about me, of course not. Of course I'm wrong. Of course I messed it up. Of course. Like, that's what I do. I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. But if it's about God, of course he's right. Of course it's good. Of course it's going to work out. Of course everything is covered. He's God. But... You know, 
I'm not, I do my best not to take credit for what he's doing. Because at the end of the day, a lot of times when things are happening, I'm all over the place. I'm like so lost and I feel so, I feel so like this discombobulated. I feel so discombobulated. I feel like I'm everywhere. And the Lord is, you know, the next, you know, people just come up to me like, oh my gosh, that was so amazing. Like, you are a genius. You are awesome. You are made for this. That was awesome. And I'm just like, I was literally sitting over here, like trying to get my head and couldn't grasp it and didn't know what I was doing. I was just I really was just like, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. It was God. And I say that all the time. Like It wasn't me. It was God. Because I just don't even have any idea what you're even talking about. I don't lift a finger to do it. So, you know, when you see God doing that all the time, it's always hilarious. It's always hilarious when people deny him. It's always hilarious when people think, no, I have a better explanation for what's happening. Actually, it's not God. You Like, you don't see what I see. It's him. It's him. Like, and it's amazing when he does something, everybody's looking at you in your, like, mess and in your, you know, unevenness. Like, and they still congratulate you as if you would be capable to do something like that in that state. That was God. Like, in the state that I'm in right now, the amazing, wonderful things he's showing and he's doing regardless, you know, is so awesome. And I'm just like, now I know you're showing your power here. I know you're showing your power here because here I am, like, I'm just a mess right now. I, I'm trying my best to pull it together, but it's like, it's very hard for me because I am just so, like, I'm I'm hurt. I'm extremely hurt by so many different things. Like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of sin. I hate it. But, you know, I want to be made perfect like God intended, you know. Even though it's so amazing to see him showing his power when I am, when I don't have it and I'm all over the place. Still, like... I don't want to be a bad representative of him. I don't want people to doubt or look at me like, really her? That's who God picked? I want to be a representative of him that people are confident in all the time. I want to be able to represent him correctly, even though it is him and all him. Like, I don't want people to doubt God because of me and the way I look and the way that I'm doing things. Like... I could do so much better for him. So that's really what it's about. And so I fight hard to be a good representative of him, even if it's not me. Like, if you're going to be a vessel, you know, you want to look like a presentable one. You don't have to be. You know, he he picked you for exactly for who you are and what you are. And what you, what you, excuse me. Exactly for who you are, never for how you appear to be, but still, you know, when he guides you into, you know, representing him in a better way, looking more presentable behind the decisions that he he chooses to make, you know, following suit and 
lining up so that you fit the big, great decisions he's doing behind you so that people don't always, you know, feel like they're coming out of nowhere and they're random. Like, how could you have done something like that? Or, wow, you really surprised me. It shouldn't be surprising to them. You know, of course, God is always going to surprise. But, you know, at least look like someone who that type of stuff can come from, even though it is God. Look like someone who can represent him correctly, you know? I want to say it wrong because you can never like someone that that stuff can come from. It can't come from you. It comes from God. But just be a good representative, you know, and I don't know. I'm doing my best. So on the other hand. Maybe I I still have this place in my mind. And, you know, my mind, I usually guard it because I don't want, you know, I don't want the wrong ideas getting out there. People can, it feels that people have access to it sometimes. And the issue is that when I'm trying to teach them the future we're moving forward into, sometimes they are influenced by different things in my mind that are reflective of my past or my present, but not my future. And that's why I have to guard my mind because it's like, it doesn't matter what you see and what you agree with in my mind because you don't want to do the hard things that are reflective of the future. You cannot hold on to that and choose that. You can't because what I'm going to, this is the thing. That is not for selfish reasons that I'm telling you that. I'm not telling you that because, oh, I just want you to do what I want you to do. I'm not telling you that because, you know, it's what I say goes. I'm telling you that because I want you to be there in the future. I want you to be there. And if I'm fighting hard for you, why would I ever fit you to a past somewhere where you'll remain? Like, if I were to say I wanted you to go... But I wouldn't I wouldn't guide you into the aspects or different things that would actually carry you into that future or allow you to stay or allow you to fit or allow you to, you know. It's never about fitting, but just that would support that. If I would never do that, then. You know, what would be the point of me putting a lot of work into, like, I I, I would never see anybody as a waste of time. Everybody's worthy of the time and the efforts. But if you're not fitting someone into a future, you're setting them up for failure. And someone could say, well, no, they could take that and they could do whatever they wanted to do with it. Of course they can. That's what you're here for. Absolutely. I, I still help you. I still put the time in to work for 
for you, but it's just so you understand that, though. You still have to understand that. Like, when you're doing these type of things, you're fit to a past. You're fit to a different standard as opposed to being fit to a future. God can make anything work and happen for you if that's what you wish and that's what you choose, but I'm still going to have to advise you of the direction that you should go in. I don't like being made to look like the bad guy because... I'm the bad guy because I'm trying to prepare you for something that you asked for, but it's not what you actually want to do. And then someone else comes along. I can get you there another way. And I know that their way is not going to work out for you. And it's and it's messed up. I can't sell you everything because, one, they won't allow me to. They won't allow me to tell you everything. Not that I have to answer to them, but it comes. it goes on like this. I try and tell you, and they say, I'm not letting you. And then I said, well, I'll fight to tell them. Then they'll say, well, in the meantime of you fighting me, I'll just get rid of them. And so you'll never be able to tell them anyways. So I've had to find ways around this for a while. And what what it comes down to is that you should just listen to me. You really should just listen. Because, like... I mean, I haven't, I don't, I don't want to say I I haven't seen it. Of course I've seen it many times, but you know, I don't, I don't think it's been enough time for me to see the actual effects and outcome of these, like these things, these negative aspects. I just do everything I can to fight these different things, you know, so that they don't reflect so badly in the future or even now. You know, I take preventative measures. That's what it's about, preventative measures. Better to be safe than sorry. Because at the end of the day, when when it comes down to it, you know, in a few years, if this stuff reflects back on you, the decisions that didn't actually get you there, you know, it's that many years down the line. You can't get that time back. You can't do it over. All you can do is move forward. And that's fine. No regret, no worry, and, you know, forgiveness, peace, and hope in a better future. But regardless of anything, you know, if you want that future now, if you want to start making provisions for that future now, this is my advice. This is what I'm advising. This is what I'll advise. That being said, there's a lot of people around me who are like, I could do your job better, and they like me better, and... You know, I don't even I don't even know why you I think that you're jealous of me because you don't want me to do it. And, you know, I'm always telling them, like, you, you know, if you're right, if it makes sense, I'm going to allow you to support or help. And even that is difficult because I got to fight all the other decisions you're trying to make that are, you know, they're not going to work. And I told you that, you know, I tried to tell you that I tried to show you that that's not going to work, but you don't want to hear it. You have your own, you got your own agenda, I guess. And that's when I have to leave it to God. See, I was going to say this and it just, I guess it just branched off into this conversation. But the point is with God, he has everything covered, but he's he's guiding me and showing me how to lead. So oftentimes, you know, when I'm associating with God, when I'm when I'm talking to him, when I'm being guided, what I'm saying is, you know, what I am saying is I want 
to, you know, I want to do this. I can do this. And I'm fighting to do it. And he's allowing me to. But he can handle it. Anything I lack, he's going to fill in. He knows how to challenge me correctly. He knows how to, you know, the exact amount of work to give me to challenge me to grow into my next, you know, grow into something bigger to someone better to fit, you know, the version of myself that he knows I'll be. He knows how to do it. And only he does because God knows who you are. God knows your heart. Only God knows you that way. And so God is, you know, my greatest challenger. He's my, he's the greatest. He challenged me so amazingly. Like you think you can go off into this world and I can choose a career that'll challenge me. I could choose a college that'll challenge me. I could choose a sport that'll challenge me. I can choose, you know, a person, an individual that'll challenge me, you know, and no one can challenge you better than God. He challenges every aspect about yourself, you knowingly and unknowingly that you want to grow in and elevate in to make you your best. As long as you allow yourself to do that or be that and you fight hard towards whatever it is that he is giving you. And I've seen it. A lot of times we believe. A lot of times, a lot of people believe I'm humble, you know, and I want this and I can handle it. And if I ever get to the right position with the right challenge, I'm going to step up to the plate and I'm going to get it done. And I know that I will prevail. I know I have it in me. And that's not bragging. You know, I'm just confident and, you know, the things that make up myself and I know that I could step up to the plate and I can handle that challenge. I could do it. And then you step up to the plate when it's God challenging you. You make it very far and you're accessing different sides of yourself, new strengths that are validating everything that you said, that you could handle this, that you could do this until he challenged you in that area. Like, you know, a certain area. And it's like, wow. You're being perfectly challenged because there's nothing on this planet or nothing on this earth or you possibly have to go through so many useless, pointless situations before you ever got to the perfect one. And God just presents the perfect situation as such a blessing where you're challenged in a way that you have to you have to reevaluate. You have to reevaluate the difficult, you know, like how. how much you don't have it, like you don't have it, like you can do it. He's challenging you perfectly, so he's made it possible for you. You have all the tools and the opportunity, but it makes you, it humbles you. It just humbles you. And I've been here and I've seen it. And what happens is, you know, I fought past it. I stepped up to the plate. I allowed myself to be challenged. And now I'm in this place where I feel that I've let him down because I couldn't do it. You know. But I'm still doing it. And that's the great thing about God, you know. Every every experience with him is perfect. So it all means something. It all happened for a reason. And I feel that I've seen that to see to say, you know, 
you know, of course these things are part of your destiny and maybe you still have to do it. But when it comes down to it, you know, you are. You're always in God's hands. You're always covered. You're always going to be okay. You know? So I feel down on myself because I'm pressuring myself to get up and do that. Whatever it is that I do, God got me. That's what he's saying. Whatever it is that you do. Whether you allow yourself to be challenged and you step up to that challenge or... What I'm saying is you feel like you failed... And you feel like you didn't complete something. You feel like you let somebody down. And really all you did was do exactly what God intended for you to do. Walk exactly in whatever path and direction that he intended for you to go. Not saying that you should bank on failing or not give it your all all as if you would never fail. What I'm saying is whatever you do is what's meant to happen. But that being said, though, um... There must be this place in my mind. I'm just going to finish this vision really quick because I, I just want to know what it meant. And um, later on, I'm going to look back and I'm, I possibly would need this information. But um, there's this place in my mind and it it's about like wanting to be like a soccer mom and a supportive mom, regardless of what kind of dad, you know, just being everything that my child may need and, you know, always being there, like being extremely supportive and on top of all those things. And I know that that is not easy. Like you can just think, I'm just going to do it. Like it's difficult. It's challenging. It's a lot of things. I know. But, you know, there's this place where I'm like, I have a new farm. Like I have a whole different respect for, you know, mothers like that because I understand how challenging it is. And I think that I have found a new even a new, you know, sight of how ch- of respect for that because of how challenging these things are. But I still want to do the work. I want to do the work and I want to protect these different things from me, from myself, from whoever that will possibly want to destroy these things. If Satan comes to do nothing but steal, kill, and destroy Oftentimes, you don't know how he's using you. That's why you have to do the work. Because when you're not doing the work, what happens is you might get into this mindset where you feel like it's okay to take certain things or do certain things a certain way. And then Satan will use you to destroy so much more than what you were trying to do, possibly. So, you got to do the work. But that being said, though... um. Yeah, so it was a soccer mom, and she was, like, you know, back and forth to the game. She lived that. Like, that's her life. And and um, like, I have this image. Like, they're in vans, and they always got to make sure that they upsize with the cars and, you know, so the friends can ride, and they can fit the equipment in there and all this other stuff. It was, like, uh, it was a normal car. It was nice, too. It was a Lexus, I think, LC or something like that. And when I was driving, this guy was like, oh, what kind of um engine is that? 
And I had just heard it was like D. Something D. He was like, is that D? Is that engine, you know, engine D or something like that? And I'm like, I just heard that. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But I don't know. Might be C. Might be A. Because, like, how I heard it, it was like LC 550D. And I don't know for a fact that that's the engine. But it sounds like that adds up. But also, I guess maybe this is like a testament to oftentimes how confusing. How confusing, like, you know, how Satan confuses me. Because... There's knowledge, then there's applied knowledge. You can know so much, have seen so much, and have learned so much, but you just don't remember. You're not applying it every day, and so you, it seems like you know nothing. But you, it's like, and that's what I've been battling, applied, applied knowledge. Because for some reason, when I fight to access this information, I can't, and I know that the Lord is revealing to me, these are different demons that have been placed on your life to hinder you and keep you from moving forward into your destiny. They don't want to see you in your power. They're afraid. And they've been doing this stuff since you were young. Like, I was told this stuff is, you know, was placed on me at 12 years old. You know, that's what I'm dealing with. But it's fine because, you know, the Lord always had a plan from the jump when they, you know, when it happened, whenever it happened, the Lord had a plan. What he said was... Your time is going to come, like, there's going to come a day your time is up. You're going. You're going to die. And that's final. And I heard that demon scream out, oh, my gosh, it's the truth. That's God. It's the truth. I'm going to die. But they still move forward with what they were doing. Even though the Lord judged them almost 15 years ago. So. That's. You know. A lot of times people think like. Like when I first got here. A lot of people said to me. You got to pay your dues. You got to. You know. Work your way up to this point. You got to do the work. You got to earn it. You got to deserve that. It's levels to this. And I'm like. You don't even know. I've already paid my dues. You don't even know. My whole life. I've been paying my dues. You don't you don't have no idea what you are messing with right now. I hope you are familiar with God. I'm telling you, he don't do nothing for no reason. Every time when they said that, I knew that he wanted me to hear them say that. Because he had already said something to the extent of I'm skipping, you know, you're skipping the line. And when I heard that, I'm like, skipping what line? I've been in line. You know, I've been working. I've been waiting. I've been patient. Like, nobody's going to be able to see that. A lot of times, oftentimes, there's not going to be a lot of people that's able to see that. But the people that he allows to see that, it's beautiful. It's beautiful that they can see you, you know. By then, maybe you found like-minded individuals. But it's not even about the mind. It's about the heart. And also, it's about, you know. Your destiny, because sometimes your mind, your heart is deceitful, cannot be aligned with the destiny that you have. It's about God and how you fish your future together, despite what you can see. He's amazing. 
Like, I can never do this without him. I can never make sense of these things, you know? But, I don't know. It's God. It's God, but, um... As a soccer mom, she's beautiful. We're in her house. It's nice. She's in the bed. Money bag, yo. Comes, starts, walks up. He's, like, performing head on her. I'm talking to her, and, you know, we're just talking about, like, wigs and hair, and we're cool. Like, she's cool. Someone else is there, but they're, like, you know, kind of agitating me because they are hating like they always are. And, you know, getting her to hate, too. And I was just like, you know, fine, whatever. I'll just, you know, humble myself. Like, like I always do. Or like I try to do. And fight past it. But, um... All I know is, you know... Uh, money bag, yo. He like gives her a head, and I'm trying not to look. I'm like, this is like this right here. You know, sexual encounters, fornication. It is like corrupting to my heart, and I already know I have to cleanse my heart. But it's probably so full of wickedness and darkness right now that you know I have my place so full. I have to pull all of this stuff off of me. But it doesn't mean that you are ever you know, exempt from more being placed on you and the work being added more. So I'm in these environments and it's almost like my heart is hardened to it. And that's very, that's a very bad situation. That's, that's very horrible because, you know, the Lord, he softened my heart and I've been fighting ever since to keep it from being hardened. It's still softened, but the, the problem is, you know, I wasn't as, as much affected by him performing these things on this woman as I otherwise would be because I've learned my lesson. And it's not about turning your head or shutting your eyes or blocking out these different things. It's about being able to handle it with your eyes open. You know, it's about the attitudes, about the perspective. It's about being in control of yourself, your heart, your intentions, you know, allowing God to cover you. Allow him to have your heart, guarding your heart, so that these things don't get in or out, you know, unless they're out forever and never to come back. But, you know, all I know is, you know, this situation was, it was, it was sketchy. It was off. It was like, it was like wavy. But I did realize that, of course, when it came down to it, I'm still covered. The Lord was right there with me, always is. I'm covered. But, you know, he did whatever he did. And, you know, the woman, I was, I was, I tried to, like, fight it. But I was like, I can't, like, I can't in this state fight what you're doing. Because I can't even get you a good word. 
because like I mean at this point it's very difficult for you to listen to me probably I need to do my work but whatever I know everything still happens for a reason because if I need to do my work but I'm still there I'm probably still doing my work but you know so then you know uh the girl she gets up and she's kind of like standing over and standing over and walking over and walking over and her face kind of looks like you know yeah I did it um I don't have a problem with that I will do it again um no I don't feel bad about it no I don't feel convicted or anything and I was like that's a whole nother story but nobody's going to judge you but you know also at the same time you know doing my best to like you know see it from your perspective like okay you are a mother and you've raised your children and you're still beautiful and you still ha- you're still wanted by men you you may not you know everybody's not always so hard on this on this ver- on this you know journey with God you know with me but i i never appreciate you know having to be present in their situation see you're supposed to at least want to you know if these things happen you're not fighting them you don't care you don't see anything wrong in your actions see now you're just you're just you know you're just doing stuff you're not moving with the intent and purpose behind these things you just want to head like and i'm supposed to put this entire mission you know about waking my people up my whole name on the line for that like these are the things that are difficult for me but I said it before I've been around I'm I've lately I've been around individuals who are saying I'm not doing the work I don't want to do it I don't think I should have to and no you know I'm not taking it serious and I think it has a lot to do with these two wicked judges that were you know judged like they want to somehow be able to still use my power to to cast and make these wicked judgments like oh we just want to give them whatever they want just because we like them or we just want to let this happen just because we feel like it there's no real reason no real intent no real you know, anything behind the decisions that they're making, which is why they were judged. But, you know, regardless of anything, I guess maybe I'm aligned with that right now. And the Lord is showing me that, but I'm not, you know, he, I'm not a fool. I know how God is. I know what he's doing. I know how he feels. If he says you're out, you're out. Period. That's just that, you know, no one can change that. Nobody can stop that. Like, there's no, everybody thinks, oh, I'll be able to, you know, I can beat God. I can change his judgment. I can, I could, you know, I could take something he took. I can get it back. No, you can't. No, you can't. Like, but, you know, everything happens for a reason. So maybe this is a, maybe it's a testament to what God is expecting from me. That being said, though, you know, I'll just put this here. So that the more information I get later, I'll, I'll, it'll make more sense to me. I can add it up, make it make sense as far as money bag goes. I thought he was a great guy. I really thought he really was. But, you know, like he's super cool. It doesn't feel like he ever really argued with me or anything or gave me a hard time. But, um, 
the Lord had given me words on him and it felt like, you know, he didn't really care. It felt like he didn't, he wasn't really bothered with it. It felt like, you know, he was indifferent to it. And I've had conversations with people who are indifferent. I've had, I've not had conversations at all because people don't just don't want to hear it. They just don't care. They're never going to do that, you know? And God has given me words on different people where he's like, well, this person may possibly come around. This person is worth it right now. This person I want. So keep your eye on them and different things like that. And like with money bag, yo, it's like the word is like, you know, I don't know, maybe. And it's like possibly in the far distance, but it's still, you know, uh, like, it's like it's iffy because it's like like I don't know he doesn't respond he doesn't he responds but he doesn't respond like it's in a way where it's like you know I don't want to lie but let me make up a scenario you know do you feel like you know this money this lifestyle this you know these women this attention is more important than God and it's like you're you're not getting a response to that like that and so for that it's like well, that's that's just where it's at. But as far as other people, you know, different people, you can see that, you know, they may be they may be more receptive. They may be, you know, willing and that doesn't count him out. It just, you know, that's just what it was at the time. So I don't know what this means now. Maybe this is the Lord showing me like that this is possibly, you know, it's possibly something that's about to, you know, matter soon, probably. I don't know. But... But, um, it's, this is never to single anybody out or judge them or make them feel bad about themselves. Like, I'm not even in a position to do that. I just do what I can to see the chances people have so I can fight for them. That's all. And I'm never going to rule anybody out, you know? I'm always going to do everything I can to be patient enough and receptive so that anybody, even if they wouldn't come anywhere near the situation in the future, if they ever change their mind, even in the slightest, I can give them, you know, a good fight and I could, I could fight for them. I could put a look, I could give them effort, you know, never rule anybody out. Oh, they said they wasn't back then, way back when. So it's over with for them. No, it's like these, this is what people feel like. And people are coming around me right now. Like, well, you feel this way about that person. You feel this way about that person. But you didn't feel this way about this person. I'm like, they're receptive right now. They want this. What are you talking about? It's not, I'm not choosing for these people. They're choosing this and you're upset because that's what they chose. And I'm not, you know, allowing them to, you know, reap the benefits of being associated with God while not actually wanting to be really associated with God. There's people around me that are like, so what? People should be able to use whatever good that comes from 
that and not have to ever deal with any of the bad. And they should never have to do any of the work. And they should never even, you know, have to care about who God is at all. And I'm just like, come on now. Are you serious? Like, come on now. Like, that that really breaks my heart. I could cry. I could cry when I see this stuff. Because I'm like, you don't understand who you're playing with. It's not even me. Like, okay, if you feel like you can step over me and bully me like that, fine. Whatever. Great. Have at it. But when it comes to God, the consequences that you will face if you continue on this manner, thinking with your, disre- with your disrespectful attitude, disregarding God, thinking, well, because I'm wrong and I'm fighting everything. I'm doing everything I can. But you, you're sitting here saying, I'm going to reap the benefits. I'm going to get whatever good out of it I want. When it comes to his name, I don't care about respecting it. I don't care about doing the work. I don't care about being a better person. No, I'm not going to be a better person. I'll stay this way forever if I want to. And so what? Who's going to do what? And you think that you're actually going to get anything good out of that? Like, come on now. Come on now. That's not even real life. Even when it's not associated with God. When you ever able to do that? But, you know... You want to do that to God. You want to do that to God's people. He don't respect that. See, that's why I love God. Because in this process, what will be is a lot of people. I'm like, let me be patient like, and step back and let God do it. Because they don't believe me that it's God. It feel like they don't really want to believe all that he be doing. I'm like, let me step back. Let me relax for a while. Let me do everything I can to do that. And the Lord, I've been hearing him like three or four times step in. Every single time they say, well, I'm going to do what I want to do. I heard the Lord step in and say, and I'm going to do what I want to do. The Lord will back you up. He will really bully your bullies. That's who God is. He loves you that much. You're not going to bully my child when they're trying to do my work. That battle is not theirs. It's mine. Your battle is not your own. I've heard them a few times. Check a few people in the past couple weeks. I've heard them. And I'm like, I'm not even going to get super excited because I know I'm super wrong. You know, as far as not doing everything in my power, fighting and, you know, being willing to be tortured by these people who will torture me in your name. But, you know, I could be doing better. That's why. So I'm not going to react as if, aha, you know, because the child who is like, aha, when the other person is getting a whooping, you know, the God is like, you're you're next. The, the parents always like, okay, so you're next. Nobody asks you to laugh. Nobody asks you to chime in, mind your business. You know, so I'm not going to laugh at you when you're being reprimanded. But the thing is, though, you know, God's been saying this. He's been doing this. If he did it a few times, I'm like, wow, you're actually doing that more than usual. And so it makes you grateful for what he, what he already gave you because you didn't realize, like, as hard as it was with the people that I had. As difficult as they made it for me, as much as they, you know, made me go through, you can see that they were more on board with God than a lot of people out here are willing to be. And it's such a blessing that God will bless you with a situation like that. No offense to anybody. It's just, you just want to, you just, I don't know. I get emotional because I should have been more appreciative of what I had. I'm still, I still am though, you know. But that being said though, you know. That being said, yeah, I've heard him. 
I've heard them bullying my bullies, and it just brings into perspective something I should have been able to see before having to come over here. And the perspective is that it's okay. Like, I'm always crying about how hard it is and how difficult it is to, you know, you know, keep going past exhaustion and all this other stuff, but just wanting to be there and do everything I can and be everything I can for God. And the Lord is showing me, like, when you're not up, you're covered when you don't got it i got it it's good like you're cool and you know i've already known that but it's like where i was before you know or what i was dealing with a month before is what i'm still dealing with it's not gone but it's like what i was dealing with it was like like when i really needed that confirmation i would get it like Certain times I really need the confirmation. I'm like, man, I really just fumbled and I really just fell. Like, I just fell from exhaustion. And someone covered me. They held me up or they picked me up or they made sure I was okay. But then when I was looking for it, I could never get it. And I it bothered me. And I, I know that I had to focus on the fact that it possibly wasn't the part of me that's going to actually stay in a future version of myself that's bothering me. But that part is here right now. And if I need that confirmation or if I need that help, you know, if I'm exhausted, I'm dying, this could very well contribute to the amount of work that's going to be done in the future. You should step in more. You should help more if you see that that is helping me. If you see that that is giving me a will to move forward and be pushed forward and motivate me to keep going so that I can be better and I can become the version of myself that never takes advantage of these things. But still, like, I don't understand that, you know, but I know it's a pride thing and it, it frustrates me, but. Like, I've been just so exhausted, and this is what it's come down to. So, that's just what it is, you know? I feel bad, but also at the same time, I felt worse pushing myself past what I did not have. I can't keep doing it. So, that's it. That's all. And maybe this will make more sense later, but... For now, I'm just gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to go with the flow and see about it with God. See about how God feels about it. See about what He's doing here through me.